Over in the Pilbara in WA, arts and social change organisation Big Heart has been working with the Indigenous communities of Roburn for more than a decade. Most recently, they've come together as the Freedom Collective to produce an album, not their first album, I might add, called Songs of Freedom. It's a collection of original works by Nalama and Injibadi artists. And joining me from Roburn in West Australia is Yamaji man Fred Ryan, Indigenous singer-songwriter whose Songs of Freedom headlines the album. Welcome to Sunday Extra, Fred. Thank you, thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, good morning to you, listeners. Great to have you. And we're also joined by the CEO and co-founder of Big Heart, Scott Rankin. Welcome, Scott. Hi, Julian. Good to be here. Well, as I said, uh, Fred's song is headlining the album. So why don't we start off by hearing a bit, Fred, of your Songs of Freedom. There's a song for the sinner, a song for the saint, a song for the hero that saved the day. There's a song for this land, good by sea. There it is. That's a taste of Songs of Freedom. And, Fred, we heard in there the reference to Gert by C. The uh, producer of the album, Lucky Oceans, calls that the worst line of the national anthem. Uh, but in your song, we hear the next lyric, I want to hear a song for me. Could you tell us a little bit more about that lyric? I think what brought that line on was, um, and, and obviously in reference to the national anthem, but I think... What made me move to that was we put in an effort to write a song, a national song that everyone sings loud and proud. Um, but who, who's listening to me, my song? Who's, who's mm. going to sing one for me? This one's for the country. So who's going to sing one for me is, I think, is, um, is where I was headed with that. Yeah. Fred, could you tell us a little bit more about uh, yourself, your story and how you got into singing? Um, I'm pretty, uh, look, I grew up in the outback, um, WA, uh, singing has always been a passion of mine. I've never been able to do it until later years. It was always worked through my teenage years, but, um, I, I've been writing songs for a long time, but I've never done anything with them. They're just, and then probably in the last 10 years, I actually started to put, put them to, you know, music and put, put the words of the songs out there. Um. So nothing too spectacular, but I think singing has always been a part of me. My family, um, I've learned watching older brothers, you know, sit around the campfire with a guitar and that's the sort of thing that, and I think that's that's what's grabbed me and um, unleashed that bit from the inside that's always been mm. there. Scott Rankin, could you tell us a little bit more about the collaboration uh, involved in the album, uh, the process, but also who else has been involved in it? Sure. Look, it goes back to um, 10 years ago going to work in, in Robin on the invitation of the senior women in the community and quite quickly meeting up with uh, the family of John Pat, who 
passed away in custody in, um, well, this year, 40 years ago, in 1983. And it was it was a story of, um, of intense grief, but also um, a longing for change. And the community brought it up a lot. And we met with the family. And in exchange for them, if you like, uh, handing their story into the vulnerable place of making, you know, a theatre show and music out of it, etc., working with them, we um, we said, well, what would you like uh, in the future? And essentially, it came back for nothing like that to happen to anyone else that happened to John Pat. Um, and so, to get to that, we needed to make some change and to lobby for change and to create um, a, a different future. And the family wanted to use music as one of the main tools. So we began writing lots of songs in the prison and the community and with elders and with young people. Uh, and a hundred songs later with musicians from um, Uncle, if you don't mind me saying his name, uh, Archie Roach, who, who is now passed right mm. through Emma Donovan and she Shelley Morris and Lucky Oceans and Vicky Thorne. It just goes on and on and on of, of artists who would come and work um, uh, with Fred and with others across this 10-year period. And this is now... Um, the the second album uh, and it's speaking very very specifically to this shift that needs to happen because 51% uh, of the children that we've locked up tonight in in this country come from 3% of the population Aboriginal children and that is not the country we are so songs for freedom when you hear that statistic suddenly resonates in a new way. Robin is singing for freedom for other young people who are stuck in this terrible incarceration system. Yeah, Fred, uh, how passionate are you about that theme behind uh, the song and the album? Very passionate, and I think Scott's covered off quite well on that. I think we we need to make change in that. It's 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 um, it's not nice to what we see, what we live. This country is better than that, and I think um, that you know the songs of freedom, the song itself is about that. It's trying to bring us together. So we we do we work as mm. one country. And Fred, obviously the song is out now um, everywhere on the internet around the world. But have you had a chance to present it um, and to get and to hear the feedback and the response of your local community as well? I have. Um, it, it got thrown around quite a fair bit yesterday <laughs> um, when, it, when it came out. And, and yeah, the calls and messages and she was a pretty busy day for me yesterday and it's, I, um, yeah, very positive. That's a good thing about it all. Good to hear the vibe's good. Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone's getting the story um, and getting behind it. So that, that's incredible. And Scott, uh, you mentioned that you've been working for a decade, but also that the connection goes right back really four decades to um, the terrible uh, events that occurred to John Pat. Um, it also goes back in terms of Big Hearts history, three decades, and to Tasmania instead of Western Australia. Um, I wonder if you could tell us about the the origins of Big Heart as an organisation. Uh, sure. Thanks for that question. It's lovely. Look, um, 30 years ago, uh, in 1992, so it's almost 31 years ago, um, we started working with what society tends to call at-risk young people or juvenile offenders, etc., um, in, in a place called Burnie, which was under quite a lot of economic duress back then. And uh, it was a mill town that was changing, the mills were closing down, and in the end it was coming out amongst young people uh, and behaviours. And the, the community was nervous, uh, and we were brought in to kind of run a project, or I was brought in, and there was um, 
uh, one offence per week from this group of young people before the project and then one offence in 10 months afterwards. Um, and the federal government became interested in that. Actually, the thing that they were most interested in was that we came in under budget. So they came down to find <laughs> out how we did it so cheaply. Uh, but from there, that's that's in our DNA as an organisation, that there are better ways that world's best practice um, is is so so different to the incarceration of children um, that costs the taxpayer $710,000 a year in terms of full all the things that going to one kid if you keep them in, in detention for a year, that that money is, it can invest in a young person in their brilliance and in, in the, you know, let me be corny here for a second, in the love that they need, in the healing that they need, in being held the way my children have been held and, and growing up strong. So what we're doing is investing in exactly the wrong thing. We're, we are investing in in creating young criminals in training them if you like and uh, that money goes into a whole industry that supports that rather than diverting them from that situation where they're, they're unsafe where their rights are being negated where you know the um, commissioners for children and young people around the country all agree that this is is something that is is um making them unsafe and it's against their rights now julian you can hear i'm passionate about this stuff I'm just as passionate about the beautiful music as well, and and Fred as an as an artist standing alongside others, and of course the concert heads off around the country, opens at Mona on the on Thursday the 23rd, um, on the lawns, big concert, and and goes around the country from there. So it's the two things that we've done since that since we began all those years ago. Art, great art, can sit alongside positive change, and they work off each other, and that's what Fred's doing. Well, it sounds like uh, a great tour coming up and a great initiative. Uh, Fred, um, now that the song's out and about, are you looking forward to the tour? I am. I'm over the moon, absolutely stoked to be able to get out and take this message on the road with uh, Big Heart and, and the rest of the crew that, you know, were a part of the creation of all this. So, yeah, absolutely looking forward to it. Congratulations on the song, Fred, and on the album, uh, Songs for Freedom. Uh, the full album's out on the 17th of February, and as we heard there, it's coming full circle for Big Heart uh, with a concert at uh, the Mona Foma Festival in Hobart on the 23rd of February, but many other dates and locations around the country coming up as well. Scott Rankin and Fred Ryan, thanks very much for joining us on Sunday Extra. Thanks, Julian, Thank and thanks, thanks, Fred. See you up there in the Pilbara in a minute. <laughs> no worries. Thanks, Scott. See you, buddy. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.